right. Is that good? It's good. We're going. Okay. All right. So in the grand scheme of things you feel like doing right now, what's at the top of the list? Talking. Really? Yes. This is, this is you have the brain power to talk and function and have intellectual <laughs> dialogue right now? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And drink that delicious water. That water. I'm so, so thirsty. Good. Oh, shit. You're fasting. I know, man. So we haven't recorded an episode during Ramzan. Uh, we have not ever? I don't think we ever have, yeah. No. Because last year, I think we came out. Oh, we just took like a month off. So you're fasting. I'm I am. Not. You've been doing it all month, though. It hasn't gotten any better? No, it has. It's actually not that bad. The other thing is that like um, I've gotten used to staying up until 4, 5, 6 in the morning Mm-hmm. working and working and sleeping until noon so i'm kind of like cheating a little bit mm-hmm. but at the same time yeah. you know so other what's than my that, ramadan like, experience you, yeah i mean like not to get all first don't of all have to get deep about it but i appreciate that you say ramadan and not ramzan well what's wrong with ramzan i feel like i grew up on ramadan and i don't understand why people insist i kind of interchanged like i've said ramzan before why I don't know. I actually, yeah, because Ramzan was what I grew up with. And then when I got into the Muslim community in New York, they would say Ramadan. And I'm like, oh, that's different. But whatever. I like your opinion on this matter. (laughs) It's very straightforward and like that's it. That's all you have to say about Ramadan versus Ramzan. I say Ramadan. Uh, I don't really have other, other thing against Ramzan other than like I haven't heard it. And I feel dumb when people say it because I feel like I should know it. But yeah, other than that. I'm a Ramadan guy. For all you other people that are Ramadan Yo, people out there, pro Ramadan, pro Ramadan. Yeah, you can you can pick vote, your side. Pick your side. That's gonna be our next hats. Ramadan, <laughs> Ramadan. But you know, people have been asking about what your next hat is gonna be. Oh really? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, I you know do. what it is. Do you want to okay. say what it is? No, not yet. Okay. Um, do I know? I think I know because we've talked about this like a couple of years ago. Oh no, then you don't know. Okay, so let's talk about the hat a little bit. It makes sense to loop in halal and haram hats during ramadan yeah i mean i think the project was you know it it ended up being at the perfect time during ramadan mm-hmm. and nice. um the project was about one of them said halal and one of them said haram so it was just about like the duality of those two worlds and how i believe that everyone kind of falls within that spectrum right they may think that they're one or the other but we're all like a little bit of both right um, so I wanted to, and also I felt like people are so quick to judge people within this community and say that that's haram or what you're doing is haram. It should yeah. be this way. And in some weird abstract way, I wanted people to just be able to kind of label themselves. You know what I mean? Just own it and not necessarily pick a side, but just own, own the word and be okay with it. Because I I ended up learning that I didn't sell more of one or the other. I sold a really? lot of I sold a lot of bundles. Like I sold a lot of people that bought both hats. So I anticipated that more people would be buying halal and halal. Me too. Because we 100%. were talking about like who's really just gonna who's the type of person who's gonna go around wearing a haram. Yeah, hat? I was I was curious about that too. But you know, people bought the haram hat. Like. Have you seen, so you've seen people post these on Instagram, yeah. and this is what I'm now anticipating, because I feel like people are buying the Halal Haram hats, because a lot of these are going to be gifts, right? They could be. Mm. So I'm oh. thinking people are 
buying a halal hat for themselves and the haram hat for someone else, right? Because like that's what's something you could do. You could buy a haram hat right, for like for your, your hijabi sister or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the hijabi sister would love it. But love. what have you been seeing like on Instagram? What have people been wearing? So I think that people are just receiving the last of the orders. So now all the orders that have come in up until this point have been filled. Like I was traveling in the middle, so things slowed down a little bit. But and. The first wave, I didn't even know that I was going to get that many orders. I had to, like, ship some of the hats, like, a week late because I didn't have enough made already. Do you want to use numbers? Uh, yeah, I can, I can say what I started with. I started with 24 hats total because I was like, yo, it's a small right, project. Knows, if yeah. I can sell 24 hats and people want to rock it, like, that's totally cool. And then within the first day, I had, like, 100 orders. Right. I was like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> So I had to get more hats made right away. And then I, you know, I sent a lot out to some friends and people that I feel like would vibe with that message. Um, just, just to like kind of rep it and get the word out there. So let's talk about uh, what another, the other thing we anticipated was, was like people just have to comment on this project, right? Which is good, which is, yeah. you know, we don't want just people to take this project and just be like, like it and just shut up. You know, people yeah. were commenting it and I saw people be like, why would you ever want to wear a haram? Yeah, I definitely don't think this project is for everyone. You know, I think this is definitely, you know, first wearing a snapback is not for everyone. Right. And then second, you know, attaching themselves to this kind of messaging. Um, I think limits the scope of the project too, but the people that do um, get it and want to be a part of it or support it, um, I think that's who the, that's who it's for. Do you do you want to talk about like so the people that have not maybe an issue with it, but they have questions about its? Yeah, statements. anyone who's asked the question, I've tried to respond to it as best as I can. But what's the response? To what? To people who who question the artistic value of it. Um. I think that it's a very personal thing for me. Like I, I always spoke about being, living this hyphenated identity of being, you mm -hmm. know, Pakistani American or Muslim American or photographer. Even good and bad. I mean, that is a duality. We don't all just live straight up good lives. Yeah. So this idea of duality, and then also because like I'm not like a hundred percent like right wing Muslim. Like I, I there's many parts of American culture and society that I <clears throat> that I kind of participate in that may not be considered halal, you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> is that why your voice is a little a little dry today? <laughs> <laughs> so so you know, I, I I think that it was representative of who I am and there are lots of other people like that in within this community that like are do want to hold on to their their religious and cultural kind of identity and values but want to interpret it in their own way and maybe be a bit more loose about it. Yeah, dude, this stuff is spreading like wildfire. Yeah, that's wild. It's been good. I like it. Or I don't hellfire. know how many more I'm going to make, but Why? You want to just move on to the next one? You want to do well, you want to keep I know it like limited the next edition? two I'm going to make. You know the next two, but do you want it to be something where now, like a few months down the line, people who want this hat, well, like, yeah, I'm making any more hats. Like you had a run and it's over. Well, what do you think? I think you should do that. Yeah, you should, I should cut it off. I think you should cut it off. Okay. I think you should work on your next project. So should I cap it at a certain is. number? What number are you at right now? I'll have to check, but it's under 200, I think. 250 is a solid number. Okay. And then you can move on to your next ever one. Made. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of my time has been consumed by that. What have you been up to? I 
We'll go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. You know, I it's been Ramadan, so a lot of the time uh, it's just me brooding in my apartment, just waiting for time to eat. But my favorite thing about Ramadan is that we all get together, have iftar, and we try not to fight. You know, like there's been yeah. a few times where you've been where, fighting with people. No, no, Ramadan? no. There, there have been there have been a couple times where you know, like people do get heated just because it's just a natural way of doing things. And I'll just be like, yo, look, it's Ramadan. I'm not, I don't want this to shit to happen like yeah? this. People have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't fight. And it's great. Because people are just interested in just... I'm just going to use that anytime a fright breaks out. <laughs> yeah, right. like, Guys, it's Ramadan. <laughs> just, to, just like in front of white people. And they'll just be like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to fight right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's it's been good. It's been it's been mad friendly. Um, my sister's been hosting a couple events. Oh, nice. It's been attracting a lot of new people. You, you know what? We, I think... It's crazy how much how much we forget because we come from NYU, and we had like our NYU thing. Yeah, there are so many Pakistanis and Muslims. Oh, there's so many brown people here. No idea that yeah. there are so many here. I see new ones every day. Yeah, well, and the thing is, like, they were they're all congregating, and especially because of Ramadan, they're all congregating yeah. together. Uh, so that's, that's been nice. I've been meeting a lot of new people. That's good. You know. Um, you went on this trip. I don't think we ever spoke about that. Was there oh. anything you wanted to touch on for that? Uh, I don't even know if I've heard the stories. So I went to Europe. That was that was like two months ago, man. I know, but you haven't been on since. That's true. Uh, well, I, I don't really have anything like you have to hear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I got a new tattoo. Word. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. It looks cool. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's on your arm. It's mm-hmm. probably your biggest tattoo. It's by far my biggest tattoo. I yeah. had no idea I was ever going to get a tattoo this size, but it's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's maybe I should just yeah. I'm going to talk about it because you know it's one of those things where where you know like you want to explain your tattoo to everybody every single time. Yeah. So just listen to it now and stop bothering him. Okay. <laughs> or or just call me out on my bullshit because I've been lying to people. <laughs> oh, really? like, What's your tattoo about? I was like, one time I was on the plane <laughs> and a fox was on the plane, and so I was like, what? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I got a tattoo to kind of represent a personal narrative that I've been. Uh, representing myself within. Does that make sense? This is a personal personal narrative that I've just built up over the years because a lot of my favorite characters and stories are rarely like the main hero, right? Or even like the villain. People usually gravitate towards like Batman or Joker, right? Mm -hmm. I kind of like the guy who's part of the story but not the underdog. To, no, no, not the, not underdog. the underdog. Not like Robin. I don't want to uh, be Robin. I didn't get like fuck a, Robin. Yeah, dude. or or even like um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Like mm. Commissioner Gordon is a really awesome supporting character because mm-hmm. you don't want to be that either. I don't want to be. I don't want to be Commissioner. Well, what Gordon. you want to be? Uh, well, I kind of, maybe the Joker wasn't a bad bad um, example because I want to be the Joker, but I want to be the ca- <laughs> the madman. Yeah, I want to be the character that's kind of on the sidelines because he's too smart to be involved in the story that's happening. So my favorite character... Tie it back in, bro. Tie it back in. My favorite character from um, Alice in Wonderland is the Cheshire Cat. You've seen Alice in Wonderland. So the Cheshire Cat is like insane, right? It's like this crazy little cat. You don't really know what he's thinking, but the thing that you kind of figure out at the end is that he knows more information than anyone else in the entire story. Mm-hmm. But he's only in the story for like 10 minutes. And he appears once, and he goes like, yeah, we're all crazy. And he's the one 
who kind of acknowledges that. Like, he's the most conscious about how crazy everything is. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, he pops in again because he kind of sees what's happening and he wants to intervene just for a small moment to pivot the entire story and kind of, like, save Alice. Mm-hmm. I like those characters. I really like Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream. Puck is an asshole. His only real role in Midsummer Night's Dream is to, like, fuck with people. Mm-hmm. And... I don't want to say that I go around just like fucking with people, but I just kind of like that. Like, you know, like there's a narrative and then people get caught up in it and people think that's the entire storyline. And there are characters that kind of view the story as a story and they kind of exist outside of it. Mm-hmm. And they decide to become a part of it when they decide to. Okay. Those are my favorite characters. Uh, so I wanted to create like a narrative that was kind of, a simplistic portrait of that. So in a lot of mythology, foxes are the characters. This that, is what you say to people when they ask you about your tattoo. This is the, this is the longest. Version. Oh, this is the longest. Version I just say right. like, I like foxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and like, you know, foxes are used as uh, a moniker for create uh, clever little shitheads. And they okay, use, no, continue with yours. This your is explanation. it. Yeah, this is it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in like Dr. Seuss stories, right? The fox mm-hmm. is the one that has to use its mind and wits to get through mm. a situation instead of doing anything else. Like it's clever. Mm. So what I wanted to do is use, because I love foxes. I love that idea. I love that representation. Have you ever met a fox? Yes. Oh, wow. It was one in my neighbor's backyard and I, one day and I chased Were it you around. enchanted? I was like seven was like years old. Around. Yeah, I was just like, "What's up with that dog?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it ain't no dog. It's not a dog. And oh, I was just shit. like, and I was just chasing it around for a while. And then I told my mom, and she got pretty upset with me. She's like, "That was a fox. That bro. was a rabid animal." Like, must tattoo this on body one yes. day. <laughs> yeah, I was eight years old. I was like, "That must be on me." <laughs> so I just, I, I, I've had like an uh, affiliation toward foxes for like a really long time. Um, it's my spirit animal, if you want to use that word. And, Why not? And you can use that word. the other word I like to use is avatar. Okay. So you know avatar outside the movie Avatar, right? Of course. Okay, so that's kind of like the, the word from that the I internet. used. Okay. That's <laughs> the word that I used uh, when describing this tattoo to like my tattoo artist and to um, my friends. Because well, I wanted... It looks cool. I like it. It's, it's my... Uh, it's, I think it's my favorite tattoo that you have. Yeah. I mean, I got some I like cool Saturn. ones. I like Saturn, Saturn is cool. I like it because you made it. Thanks. Um, but I think this is, you know, it's it's a story. It's a story. It's a story on your arm. It's a fox that's asleep on a plateau, like way above the earth, with the universe surrounding it and within it. Mm-hmm. That's the tattoo. We can cut down to the entire story. People are just going to hear that part. We'll just make it the cover of the thing. So, yeah, it's been, you know, it's cool. It gets attention. It's kind of yeah. hard having tattoos <laughs> in the Muslim world. Uh, you know. I, Why? Because, you know, I've, I've, I've. Oh, yeah. So what's the response been from the Muslim world? Uh, a lot of people think it's cool. I think a lot of people are. One girl came up to me and she was just like, I was not expecting that on you. And I was just like, what, what do you mean? And she didn't elaborate. So I, I don't know what she that She just meant. walked away. She was like, I was not expecting that on you. And boom. Yeah. And then it. she was just like, anyway, so my tattoos. It's like oh. she had like four tattoos. Oh, okay. So uh, she wasn't judging. She wasn't judging. It was just like a very, it's a very specific style. But yeah, a lot of people are like, cool. That's cool. A lot of people are polite. They, they, it's a, it's a very like off the wall kind of style. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of people were just like, I would never date you. <laughs> then just that's just what they said to you. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, you have a tattoo? I would never date you." Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. It's it was more like, like I wasn't joking. thinking about it, bro. 
<laughs> I think I, my my interpretation is like it's half joking and it's half just like no one's ever gonna date you, Gaffer. <laughs> you know, like it was like kind of like that, you know. Yeah. So I, I or I, it's like oh that's kind of hot, but I can't because I'm too Muslim to date somebody who has a tattoo. You know, a couple of girls have straight up said that shit like that too. Yeah. Like yo, tattoos are so hot. I was like, word, and they're like, yeah, but you're going yeah, to hell. But, so yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. And on the day of judgment. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like for the most part, I I get support, I get interest, I get I, people get curious. So that's why I do want to talk about it, mm-hmm. right? We did like that whole episode, but you know, some people have to see it. They're being like, wait, wait, wait a minute, and it's cool because mm-hmm. you know we got friends with tattoos, we got friends with dads with tattoos, yeah. which is the coolest. I have shit wives with ever. dads <laughs> with tattoos. Yeah. So tattoos make it harder to to find women in the Muslim world. Yeah. How has that been? You're a single, um, bright single, gentleman. Bright gentleman. I How am. are you faring in the single world? Oh, uh, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, uh, tell me about it. I haven't been single in a long time. I don't know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, I've been as single as long as you've been in a relationship with me. God damn. Yeah. So it's been, uh, my, well, my last, okay. All right. Okay. Tell me about it. Tell okay. us about it. Okay. Okay. How much time do we have? <laughs> How much time do we have, actually? <laughs> Half an hour. Okay. okay. Uh, my last like relationship was like three years ago, mm-hmm. and since then I feel like I've dated a few girls. Um, you know, like here and there, a few weeks you know at a time. Who you are. <laughs> no names. No names. No names. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. Like, if you're going to talk about any of your exes ever, you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't use a name, yeah. especially in our community. Like, I'll I can drop like FISA in in uh, that last podcast episode we did. I'm not going to talk shit about FISA. Uh, she was cool. Whatever. It didn't work out. <laughs> no one knows who that is. Yeah. You could probably. Google. It don't matter. It, it don't, don't matter. matter. It don't matter. But like when it comes to X stories, which I guess we're about to do, right? Is that where this is going? Or just no, like why I'm, am I single? I'm talking about current stories. Current why, stories. Why talk about the past? Tell me what it's like to be single now. Um, it's confusing. It's it's good and it's confusing. What type of girls are you meeting? <laughs> um. You know what it is? All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Damn, you're getting real thoughtful about this, Ellie. Just say it, say it. Yeah, I, I'm meeting... I'm meeting I, I'm, so I'm kind of dumb, right? I'm kind of dumb when it comes to this kind of thing. Like, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't actually know when a girl is into me. Oh, yeah. uh, If I yeah, approach yeah. you and I'm just like all about it and I'm just like talking to you, that's because I don't realize that, that I'm flirting with you. If, I, if it takes me like three months... To say something with you and have a conversation with you, that means mm-hmm. I think you're like super cute, and I don't, I didn't know how to do anything otherwise. <laughs> three months. Yeah. So, so if you I, met Ali three months ago and he's being really weird right now, yeah, he's probably just crushing on you. Right, right. Give it like a couple more days. Ramadan's gonna be over. I can hit you up, and it'll be like really dorky. I have like, uh, I have like rules too, right? Like, and like, rules that I try to do. I like, I never repeat the same move on a girl. Okay, tell me about yeah. your rules. That's number one? Yeah, I mean, like, I violated that a couple times, but you have to sometimes. I just want to know what it's like to be a single dude in New York City, being brown and being progressive okay. like, all right, all right. like you are. Like, what is it like? And using social media. Okay, this is how it feels. It feels not so great because, for first of all, the, being progressive and Muslim kind of puts you in a hole, right? And, and, and this is kind of like a joke nowadays, but anytime I go to Iftar or a party... Everyone's like, "Where's your camera, bro?" And I'm just like, "Oh, haha!" And people, are, people, girls will come up to me and be like, "Hey, can you take a picture of me?" And it's cool because it's like a little fun two-minute 
photo session. But then it started happening over and over and over again. So I couldn't tell if any of these girls like thought I was cute, thought I was cool, or, or just wanted a new Facebook photo. Yeah, and it, it it became this this mentality that I had where I wasn't I was a photographer, so I had a lure, right? That I was cool and I had like some kind of factor that these girls wanted to come up to me and talk to me. Okay. But then it's just like when it comes to that part where I'm just like, oh yo, let's go out, and it's just like, oh wait, he's. Oh. You take the photos. Yeah, mm. like he's just a photographer. You take photos. He takes photos. For living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like can can a photographer provide? So like that kind of stuff too. That's what I started feeling like. Can and a photographer like, provide? Yeah, and I'm not even a, uh, I'm not even a photographer professionally. Yeah. It's like I'm a I you know fuck that shit. You know. You have an MBA. I have an MBA. <laughs> I I make money. I'm a brand consultant. I do videography. Yeah. So uh, bitches. It, it, it's kind of like it, being single and progressive in New York right now feels like. No, but doesn't that attract like it girls attra- that's the thing. that it are kind of cool too? It attracts, but it doesn't necessarily make anyone want to commit. Like I ain't looking for like to to attract a bunch of girls. No, I'm saying like, won't you meet like more of like the hipster Pakistani girl who's like more on your wave because, you know. Maybe, actually, yeah. I mean, and I have. Yeah. I have, and um, a couple of them are like awesome. Yeah. But you know, like there's so many other factors, right? Like, yeah. they're not all in New York. They're not all uh, close to my age and things like that. All right. So there's so many other factors that you know, like just because you're a cool hipster chick, doesn't mean like I'm a wife you immediately. Yeah. Uh, well, so, what is your favorite part about dating? What What makes it like, yo? This is fun. I will say that I like being really romantic. Mm-hmm. So just being really excited, right? Mm-hmm. Like so like I've I've fallen flat on my face a bunch of times. I, I I've you know and just to put it on me, I've heard the other side the shit about me, right? Like I have a reputation. I've heard that I lead girls on. Really? Yeah. And oh. I wish I Do wish you? I, I can see certain situations where Because yeah, you're that's being true. naive? No, not because I'm being naive. Oh, you know you're doing it. Because I'm being like mad excited about talking to a girl. Uh, and then I'll, then I'll realize that it's not going to work out. And I'll okay. just be like, all right, it's not going to work out. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm treating the girls uh, in a way where I'm making hype, them believe yeah. that I'm so into it. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. And I want to be into it. And I, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not in, I'm, I'm in the game for a girlfriend. I'm in that game to have a wife. Right. But in the meantime, like, I'm not going to be just like dating every single girl that I think is cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have, and, and this kind of stems from like the first episode we ever had, right. Which was the okay Cupid episode. Mm-hmm. And part of that was you, the more you date, the more you kind of realize what you want. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of know what I want now. And it's a lot different than last year. It's, really? a, it's, it's different than just being like, I hope she likes, um, anime yeah i hope that she likes scott pilgrim now it's more just like i hope she inspires me as much uh as she does now as she does in like 10 years mm-hmm. i hope that she's, she's independent i hope that she's um you know gonna be a good mom you know like that's stuff mm-hmm. that i'm thinking about now that, like now that i'm almost 30 mm-hmm. so a good part about being that's i think that's a better question like how is being single and muslim and 30 because I'm turning 30 in like three weeks. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. want to say it's a lot better than being single and Muslim at like 20. Or obviously, or like 25. Where like you're all young and no one gives a shit about anything. So you're just doing whatever oh, you that's want. that's so much better. I know, <laughs> how dude. Is, how is it better now? Because I feel, I feel more fulfilled 
even though things don't reach an ultimate goal, I feel more in control of what I'm saying, how I'm presenting myself, what I'm looking for. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and in the process, you know, I'm going to be not rude, but I'm going to be not fulfilling for some girls. Well, but at the you, same time, you've kind of grown into the person that you are, you know, like or you're going to be for a while now, and you know what works and what doesn't. You're right. not going to like play around with people. It's not. There's no time to waste at this point. As in, like, you don't want to really make investments of your time into something that you don't see are going to pan out. Sure, but there's still going to be situations where I'm going to be, like, super attractive to someone, right? So I'm going to want to talk to them. Not every situation you get into has to be about, like, yo, we got to get married. Well, no, what I mean is that, like, if I'm super attracted to someone, then I'm going to have, like, tunnel vision, right? Right? Oh, right, right, It's going to be just like, let let me just think about this. Let me just talk to her all the time. Let me just figure this out. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Avoid all things that suggest otherwise that this is probably not the best situation Mm -hmm. but what is the best situation you know i've met girls that have been inspiring and philosophical and smarter than me and like beautiful and things like that and uh you know it gets to a situation where it just doesn't line up for either me or her um i've been in situations where i've had some of the most unnatural conversations about music that I've had because I feel like I never would have had those conversations with anybody. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it just, the situation doesn't move out yeah. and it could be me, it could be her. And yeah. and that's happened before. I had the most amazing um, dating experience with a girl because she was probably one of the only people in my life that understood music, that, under, that understood music on the same level that I did. And we didn't even listen to all the same music. Mm-hmm. And after like a few months, she just like nipped it. And I was just like, well, whoops. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Uh, there have been situations where I've dated a girl who was younger than me and like kind of like childish, but in the way that made me feel like yeah, I'm kind of childish too. Uh, so I like that about you, and I kind of neglected the fact that okay, she's young, so that means. She's going to make a lot of dumb mistakes and she's going to yeah. act in a certain way that young girls do. And right, she right, did. Right, right. So I kind of avoid younger girls. Mm. I want to say my floor is like 25 with exceptions. Mm. That's, I think that's a good place to be. Uh, and that's 30, another right? thing too. Yeah. Uh, I dated a girl and no, I didn't, I didn't really even date her, but like on the, after the first date, she was just like, I don't think this is going to work. Cause you don't really like seem like you're the type of guy who's serious about marriage. And I was like, this is the first time we were actually mm-hmm. like on a date. And, you know, she was older. She was, And she judged that right off the first date. Right off the That's bat. Crazy. Right off the bat. I That's was, wild. Girls, I think chill. I was 27 and she was 26 or something like that. No, no, I was 28 and she was 27. But something like that, right? Yeah. So now it's just like, I want to date an older girl because they're they're so much better. Yeah. They're, they are so much better. Yeah, I think that I think that it's very easy to know if you meet somebody that hasn't really grown into themselves yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't know if age is definitely, there's a definite attached to age, right? Like There's different parameters think, yeah, for that. I think that some people grow into themselves quicker than others. And that's what I, for me, that's what it's about for being with somebody who's grown into the person that they, they are and, I think understands age, that. I've said this before, but no matter how mature a 21-year-old girl is, like we were 21, no, right? No, I'm not saying you can be 21 and you know have the same maturity level as a 30-year-old. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I mean either. Um, I just mean like when you're 21 and you're mature, no matter what, if you're living in New York City, you're not going to be the same person 
as you are at 24. Yeah, very quickly. You're still going to change. It doesn't matter how yeah, mature you are. Sure. You're still 21 years old. Uh, yeah. How different are we than we are like five years ago when yeah. we were 25? But I feel you know? stabilized now. I feel stabilized too. Yeah. That doesn't mean I you're going to change. I feel like gonna I'm going to be this for a little bit. You're going to be like this and then and somewhere down the line, you and Hume are going to have a kid and that's going to change everything. <laughs> that's going to change everything about who the two of you are. Yeah. Think well, about it. I try not to think about that. Hume's smiling right now. <laughs> She's been thinking about it. No, oh, team no kids. Team no kids forever. Yeah, team no kids. That's gonna change. See, that's no, gonna change no, too. No, team no kids. Yeah, I I think it's gonna change, but like I don't feel excited about the idea of having kids. And every time I'm around them, I'm like, yo, this is so much work. And like, these people's lives are so different than what they were before that I don't know if I'm down. That's. I think that's gonna change. Yeah, we'll see. I, I can't imagine that wouldn't change, especially because. The more friends of yours that do get married and do have kids, I think you're going to be starting to get surrounded by a positive influence. Yeah. Because right now, I can't tell you what it's like to have a kid. Yeah, but it doesn't look pleasant. <laughs> Looks like a pain in the ass. It could be a pain in the ass, yeah. It could be fulfilling and your children could well, now why become... Why go through that, you know? Why not just be... Why did your parents go through that? They have you now. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's on them. Times. They did it four times. That's on them. You did it four times. I don't have to make the same mistakes they did. <laughs> <laughs> what if in like 30 years, your kid is now like... That's the only reason why I would want to have kids because I've amassed lots of interesting experiences and I would want to pass that on to somebody and like have it live on through, through that, through like a bloodline, right? I think that that's more interesting. Okay. That concept is more interesting to me than being like, oh, I need a kid. It's more like I want my legacy to continue on. So you <laughs> narcissistic piece of shit. Listen, it makes perfect sense. Everyone at a certain level feels that way and I'm just open about it. I you know what? I will say there you, you have to have outside like the the cultural, you know, like you have to do this because that's just the way people live. There is a basic narcissist desire and you see parents yeah. like vicariously live through their kids right so are you gonna do that are you gonna no, like i think that paint beards on your son when he's like three years old paint beards. yeah <laughs> cut your hair and just like tape it on his Such face a bitch with no <laughs> hair on your face <laughs> turns out it's a girl yeah um the whole time she's like 15 <laughs> she grows fucked up anyway um no i'm not gonna live vicariously through them because i feel like i've you know, I live a life that I feel comfortable looking back at, back at and not feeling like I missed out on anything or didn't try something. But it's more about, you know. It's where you just, are in your life. What? It's where you are and you can't That's where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't here like five years ago, two years ago. It takes time. Like I was in grad school two yeah, years ago. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I'm so. I feel comfortable now. I'm th like I'm in no place to get married right now. Mm -hmm. That's for me the only thing that I'm going to be, the only reason that I'm going to be involved with someone's for the ultimate goal to be married. Even so though, when like, would you get married? Let's say you met somebody that you vibe with. Like what's what's well, the, the timeline? Thing. Like I was 25 and I was dating a girl and I had the the expectation that we were going to get married, right? Mm -hmm. And when we broke up, um, I was. 26 <laughs> I, you know i was like 26 and a half or something I, I, we did it for right before i turned 25 um we did it right before i was 25 and then we broke up like 18 months later mm -hmm. 
So when I was 25, I was ready to get married or, right, you right, know, right, or something right, like right. that. And so like it gets to a point where I'm going to be with someone long enough and that's the only reason I'm going to be with her. You know, I'm not going to be with her just so I can date someone for two months and then drop her and then go with someone else. I'm going to be I'm going to be dating someone for the intention that we get married down the line. Right now, I might date like right now if I met someone tomorrow and, and she was perfect and she was amazing and she was like my soulmate and she's like, let's get married today. Yeah. I'd just be like, no, you crazy. Like it's just, no, it's but not the right time. When is the right time then? Like, is there is there like a I have to be by this point? Like no, this no, no. Age? I don't care. I mean, like, well, okay. This gets into like cultural stuff too, because I don't have that stress from my parents. I don't have stress from like the re- everyone around me because I'm a yeah, guy. not yet. But I don't know if you're going to be 35 and your mom's going to be chilling about it. You know, like I never had that influence growing up. My parents never taught me Urdu. My parents never played Bollywood. We barely went to masjid. Uh, they taught us Islam and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I actually kind of really want my kids to speak Urdu. Mm. And I want my kids yeah, to have Yeah, I think Pakistani kids should know as many around. languages as they can. Yeah, I want Especially my kids to the have lots of from. cousins. Yeah, I want my kids to have white friends, too, and be Americanized and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel kind of weird not having that part of my my youth. So I want my kids to have that. So okay. And also, you know, like, Pakistani girls, I'm just going to say this, fucking... So much prettier than white girls. Banging. So much prettier Banging. than white girls. It's crazy. Yo, like, and I was on this ass white girls. Fix your shit because I don't even know what you're doing. I can't so, get on that board. I was I was on this trip yesterday to to Connecticut to go shoot this party, and the guys in the car started talking about top five girls that they would fuck. Okay. Of all generations, right? Okay. Like I forever, see, right? and okay. they start naming, you know, like. All, all these white chicks from like the 80s like that were in like say really? by the bell or whatever like really? these are because like okay, i guess like that's when they're becoming you know um you know that's when dudes are that's growing up and that's what you like kind of are introduced to first as that and like i was just like god damn like there's no white girls that i feel that way about like i'm not there's i was just no like white i can girls like not even like emma stone you used I'm not to have... my top five she's not gonna be in my top five emma okay, stone when you were growing up did you have a huge crush on kelly kapowski I don't even know who that is. They kept Kelly. on saying her name. I was like, who is Kelly Kapowski? Uh, side note, editor's note, Atha was a fucking fob. <laughs> Listen, I don't he know Kelly Kapowski. I didn't grow Zach up Morris? with Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I know Zach Morris. Slater? Yes. Lisa I... Turtle? No. Jesse? No. Screech? Yes. Okay, that's, those, those are all Saved by the Bell people. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, like, so I wasn't really into any of the girls that they were into. So who'd you say? No, I didn't say and and say end up saying anything because they wouldn't even have known, right? Oh, really? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, my top five is definitely not white chicks. Are they Bollywood girls, or are they like? Is it like Ava um, Mendes? I don't, I don't, I'm not really like into Ava Mendes like that. But where are we looking? What's the landscape at least? I don't even know, bro. Like, like. Top five is hard to say. Like Dipika? What about Dipika? I guess maybe. I no, not really. when I, I have Dipika. to say that. Okay. Anyway, the point was like white chicks, not yeah, not really concerned. I into it. Sorry. I love you guys, Sorry. but yeah, I will say one other thing about like my attitude towards dating. And since my last relationship, which was mm-hmm. three years ago, I've dated a bunch of girls, mm-hmm. but I've also realized how much I enjoy just growing by myself. And what that's allowed me to do is meet like a lot of really pretty, interesting, like intriguing. Go out by yourself? Is that what you said? No, no, no. Like just living by myself. Oh, living just, like, by being yourself. Being by yeah. myself, growing by myself, and things like that. I've met 
a lot of really pretty and amazing and smart and funny Pakistani girls who I think beforehand I would have just like completely gone for. But instead of doing that, I just hung out with them and talked to them and G chatted with them. And now I have like amazing friendships with all these girls without that being a complication. Yeah. They're like really, really attractive girls too. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be that way all the time. So it doesn't, I don't prescribe with the whole like guys and girls can't be friends things because they can, if you, you just keep your dick in your pants. And, yeah. One and of the things that I've always liked about being in relationships or, you know, now being married is that mm-hmm. when I'm interested in talking to a female, it's it's my my it's intentions are always very clear. Like, I'm right. not trying to holler. I'm not trying to, like, flirt or anything like that. I just find if I find somebody interesting, I feel much more comfortable talking to them because I've always been in relationships, you know, like and my I'm, I don't like fck around when it comes to that kind of shit. Yeah. So. And it's cool. It's it, I like you, doing your, that. Your I mean, there's so many women that are interesting. Severely. Like, yeah. I, there's no reason to always have that element of like, you know, flirtation in between you. For sure, I feel like there have been a couple girls that I met in the past like year and a half who understand the joke I make as I'm making it. Right? Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yeah, something yeah, yeah. where it's just like we're already laughing because we know where it's going. Yeah. Uh, that being said. You know, I love all the girls that I've met recently. You know, yeah. some of them are in relationships. I can name them, but it's going to take too long. Even the girls are from like <laughs> so you. many girls I'm talking to that I can't even. No, no, name no, them. no. It'll friends, 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 oh, oh, just yeah. friends. Yeah. I love all you. I, I'll, I'll do a couple shout outs. A couple shout outs to Sidra and Lunas, um, Kinza Maniba. In any case, it's. But that's. It's, that, I want you to like periodically. I think we should do a section that's like. What's up with my dating life? Yes. What's up with Ali's dating life? Like, actually? Maybe we come up with a little jingle. I just got off Minder. Minder? I'm off Minder now. Why are you off Minder? I deactivated it. Post Minder life? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's complicated, yeah. but let's do a segment. We'll, we'll keep it up to date. Cause... Oh, okay, yeah, let's do that segment. I'm okay. down for that. We'll All keep right. you guys posted. And once Ali starts dating somebody, we'll bring her on the show. Oh, my God. Can you That'll imagine? Awesome. It's like we, it's, that's our first date. <laughs> <laughs> you should bring a girl here on a first date. We should really? just do a podcast. Be like, that's going to be our first date, bro. I can do that. If she can, if she can vibe, if she can kick it, then you can take her out and spend money on her. Okay. So, Ali, I'm going to ask that you pick a love song to end this podcast with. Oh, my God. Don't make me do that. You know what it's going to be, right? I don't know. I'm just going to hear it when I hear it. This is the song that, to me, I want to lie down cuddling a girl listening to. So if you've ever visualized yourself cuddling with Ali, this is a soundtrack. Here it is. Here it is. Mm -hmm. 